Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello there, welcome to Laurie and Julia Show, My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Thank you so much for joining us this afternoon. Holly Roberts is in for Julia today. And your favorite uh, guest, the artist show, uh, Laurie, is the actual TV version is coming back for season two on Tuesday night. What is it? Beach Shazam. Oh, Beach Shazam. Yes. The game we're playing right now. That's right. The one hosted by Jamie Foxx. It's back on on a Tuesday night. I got to be real. I watched that show twice. Yes. Never went back. Oh, really? <laughs> well, I am the, still with my Snoop Dogg, though, on the Joker's Wild. There's that's just, your preferential uh, uh, summertime I TV lo- game show. I love show. that show. It's just Snoop's so smooth in a smoking Boom. jacket. Smooth. <laughs> Well, unfortunately, Lori cannot turn her back on our version. Okay. Time for Lori and Julia to beat beat Shazam. Shazam. So I got a theme for you this week. Oh, good. I like that. I know you do like uh, themes because it is the uh, the official the unofficial start of summer Memorial Day yeah. weekend, right? So yeah. these are oh, all these are all summer songs. Summer songs. Oh, could, good. They could have the word summer in it or okay. the word hot, hot, something like that. I was okay. listening to the Beach Boys uh, yesterday. So you, I'm ready to go. All right. So I need the artist. Of these songs. Oh, Summer Long, Brian Adams. Brian uh, Adams. Summer no. 69. It's The Boys of Summer Boys by Don Henley. <laughs> yes. Good job, Holly. The Boys of Summer by Don Henley. Uh, of the Eagles, of course. All right. Uh, here is the next song. Rod Stewart? Yeah. I know the song. Well, the song's Hot Child in... No, hot no, child not, in no the city. it's not Hot Child in the City. It's no. Hot in the City. Hot in the City. Wet chocolate. Wet chocolate. First of all, it was Hot Chocolate. Did you say Wet Chocolate? Yeah, what was that band? Hot, hot, chocolate. hot chocolate. Hot Chocolate. No, that wasn't wet it. No, no that, was, that was Billy Idol. Oh. Come on, Billy yeah. Idol, Hot in the City. Hot in the City. You know what? That was not my favorite song. I like dancing with myself. Okay. I like anything. Hot Wedding. That was in the movie what? Big. The song you just played, I think. Anyways, Hot in the city. I digress. Yeah. Okay. I believe you, Holly. You were on Jeopardy. <laughs> no, I wasn't. <laughs> no, she wasn't. Stop saying that. I'm, All right. Here's your next song that has uh, something to do with summer. Oh, I know this. Suddenly, mm-hmm. it's an '80s song. Oh yes. Last summer. Oh, I know this, but I don't know who sings uh, it. Come on, Lori. I don't know it at all. You, you have to it's an 80s, buoy us up. 80s group. They had one other hit. I know. That's why yeah. we don't know the name of the band or the is name it, of the wait, song. Wait, 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 wait. 
Hold on. Yes. Uh oh. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking. Uh oh. Can you hear me thinking? I, yes. yes, I can hear mm-hmm. it. Um, it's a person. Yeah, right. It's a woman. <laughs> it's a group. It's a group. You sound like Julia. No, I know. I know. It's I can group. see her. And she has like brown bobbed hair. That's not helping. No. <laughs> oh, gosh. I'm I sorry. Don't. It's. The motels. The motels. Yeah, I would have never. I had that album. Didn't they sing? I might like it better if we slept together. The motels. Oh, I'm trying to see. She has a Bob Brown hair. She did. She did. Yes. And I feel like, or no, that was Romeo Void that sang. I might like it better if we slept together. Do you know that song? Yes, I do. I like. I like that song. I love that. What was the other hit by the motels? Oh gosh, what was it? Um. Yeah, they're really I'm great, drawing huh? a blank. Okay. Mm-hmm. I know I played it at... You know, That's right. Yeah. All right, here you go. Here's the next one. Who is the artist? Oh, we know this. We know this song. National Lampoon's Vacation. Yeah, who sang it? Yeah, I know. Um, the Hound Dogs. The Huckleberries. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the Hound Dogs and Huckleberries? No, it's one guy. No, Chevy Chase's Pratt Fall. Uh, no, no, no. That would be Lindsey Buckingham saying "Holiday Road." He what? did. He certainly did. Look I, it up. Look it up. Has, my mind has been blown. I had no Lindsay idea. Lindsey Buckingham. I always just thought that that was a jingle made up for the no, movie. No, for the movie. Buckingham. All right, here's your last one. This one Boy, we're is, not doing very well. No, well, this we one is. This, this one is very. You're easy. doing better than I am. Though. You will get this one. This okay. is easy. Here we go. I love the, this is Brian Adams. Yes, yeah, that's, that's Brian Adams. There you go. So I think it was one apiece. All right. Like, she got the motel. She, she didn't know that. She no, didn't, no, no. She oh, didn't get the motel. You knew the bangs. You could see, I the, could see, you could see it. the hair. You could see I didn't it. know the name. I didn't know the song. No Love and Spoonful or Beach Boys, I didn't go. I didn't go back that far. Gee whiz. Nikki and Marshall sitting in a tree. K-I-S-S-I-N-G. Do you oh, believe the, the this, Lori? Okay. The other motels to hit yeah. was only the Lonely. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yes. Are, is the Roy Orbison not, No, version? not Roy no. Orbison's. It was oh, their own song. Their own version. Now, Lori, yes. do you believe that this is mm. actually happening, that Nicki Minaj and Eminem are, at the very least, bumping uglies? Well, I mean, Nikki, like, she does interact with her fans. And when this song, yesterday the story broke when uh, whoever YG is, his new song, Big Bank, Nikki raps a verse, told him I met some shady, bagged the M, once he go black, he'll be back again. Mm -hmm. Someone screenshotted that lyric, then tweeted or Instagrammed Nicki Minaj and says, hey, are you dating Eminem? And she just wrote back, yes. Yes. So with a, you know, and Nikki is, listen, she hasn't deleted the comment. I looked at her thing and um, Nicki Minaj is very savvy, very savvy. She's got an album coming out this summer, but here's, I will give you my, why I'm torn on this because Eminem is pretty much a recluse. Yeah. We don't, I don't even know if he has a cell phone. I think you have to call him on a rotary phone, but he did, (laughs) he did date Mariah Carey. Do you remember that? I vaguely no, I, remember I the two of them that. hooking up, but it was a long time ago. Okay, but I'm just saying Mariah, Nikki, remember so, that? Oh, that's yeah. a other, another layer, but he, the, the the only other famous person he has dated is, is Mariah Carey, and when that ended, he mocked her endlessly, and he does that, so... I don't know if he's if they're really going out, but Nicki Minaj is, you know... Way more successful than any guy she's ever dated. Oh, for sure. So I do like the idea of those these two together. But I like they'd it. be rapping, rapping royalty. They could sit next to Bay 
And Jay, Jay. Mm-hmm. if he wanted to, if, if he was not, to. if he was not a recluse. So but, is it real so, or a joke? I don't well, know. I the, wouldn't be mad if I was wrong, and it's not a joke. I feel at the very least, perhaps they had some encounters well, with each other of a here's one sexual person's nature. Clue. Remember last October when everyone in the music business wished Eminem a happy birthday, and because he had an album out, he went on Ellen DeGeneres. Yeah, the only person he took time to thank. Was Nicki Minaj? Ooh, I, know, like, I don't I like remember this, that. I like this receipt. I like, I like that this receipt. Ev- it, it, the evidence. Mm-hmm. And I don't even know if he knows about this because someone will have to get next. You know, they're going to have to call him on his rotary phone <laughs> so that he knows that the rumor exists. Because um, I remember in that interview, like maybe eight or nine years ago, when he did, he said, "I don't even know how the damn internet works." He has no interest, and he's at but that he's level on where Twitter, he, so he's obviously got somebody that social media posts for he him. Under, somebody told him the importance of having an online yeah. presence, presence yeah. at some point in time. Come on, Slim all Shady. Right, all right, you kids, if you're yeah. getting together. Also, her album was delayed, so oh, it's not coming out until okay. the end of the summer. I wouldn't be, I wouldn't mind if these were these two are dating. I think they would really be kind of sweet together, but I think she could rap just as hard back at him. Equally talented. Yeah, equally talented. For sure. And if you're watching the uh, Indianapolis 500, Kelly Clarkson will be singing the national anthem. Ooh. Is that on Sunday? I think so. Or was it? It's May 27th. 27th is Sunday. Yeah, okay. And I guess she has uh, done the national anthem at the Indy before. She sang with Seal. And was accompanied by David Foster on piano, and they sang in the 2011. Oh, it wasn't that long ago. I was going to say, that sounds to me like it happened 15 years ago. But 2011. All right. So, anyway, we're here for Kelly Kelly. Clarkson. I I know we are. Listen, we come back, uh, we've got random thoughts. You know, I saw this story the other day. Do you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if. And now. Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. Hey, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us. It is random thoughts. Yeah. I was just, Holly and I were just talking. I said I did not bring up the death of Philip Roth this week because I knew for sure Julia would say, Who's Philip Roth? <laughs> I gave that to you yesterday. I know. We just, oh, but I knew yeah. she wouldn't. Well, so what? Well, I like, I You guess wanted I'd, to have a conversation and you knew that, that bringing she, up that topic, she just would have been like this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She, it just, yeah. And I don't even know that I mean, she would have seen with, them. He's right up there with Tom Wolfe. Right. Well, no, he. I think he and Tom Wolfe are very different writers. But as far as prestige is concerned, I think they're... Yeah, I think Philip Roth is ahead of Tom Wolfe. No, 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 absolutely. Well, they're from the same generation. We're really popular. I would... The the comparison being popular in the 60s and 70s and around that time. Yeah, but Tom Wolfe got his start. He was more of a reporter. That's how all of his stories took shape. Philip Roth was a very deep thinker. I mean, it put him like with Saul Bellows. Oh, he was just one of the... Literary name. He, he was a giant. Oh, absolutely. He's a giant and, with yeah. how, like, he, you know, why not be uncomfortable? What's wrong with me? You know, he had all, he looked at everything and turned it sort of upside down. And I know Portney's. Port Noise Complaint. That was made into a movie. Allie McGraw in Goodbye Columbus. That was another one of his, his books, books made, made into, into a movie. movie mm-hmm. But I don't know. I I just had a feeling Julia wouldn't have known those two. And her mom would know who he was. So anyway. yes. 
All right. Goodbye, did, Philip Roth. He goodbye. is the last he did of pass that away. generation. Yeah, of uh, you know, I want to say that I'm. I'm just looking at people also searched for. I think that Thomas Pynchon is still alive. Oh, oh okay. And Gravity's Rainbow. Yeah. So, so he's, he's a, like the last all, one. Yeah, yeah, the last ones because they're all kind of in their eighties. Yeah, all kind of in their eighties right now. So. All right. Well, the other thing I really have to um, give you applause for, Donnie, is the post, um, the sexiest celebrity brothers. <laughs> Ooh, and of course, sexy celebrity brothers. And leading the yeah. pack is Chris and Liam Hemsworth. Oh, yeah. And um, just, you know, and Chris Harry and William. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, Max and Val. To go to Dancing with oh, the Stars. Dancing with the Stars. Yeah, the Property Brothers. Yes. Are those, those two like each other anymore? Are there is there bad blood? I, no, I don't I have, thought I the ha- show was still on. Yeah, I have no idea. Uh, okay. I know nothing about the Property Brothers. Now we're going deep. Popular. Now we got to have Nick and Drew Lachey. <laughs> oh, well, we got to fill it man. out. You know? Charlie and Jerry Maguire. Who? Yeah. Charlie <laughs> Maguire. Jerry Maguire? Yeah. Justin Thoreau has a hot younger brother named Sebastian, who's Ooh. really, wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. What about the Wilsons? Luke and Owen Wilson. Oh, yeah. Forgot they didn't about make them. the damn list. The, the Lachey yeah. brothers made the, it over. The Butterscotch oh Stallion. Oh, my God. Well, what kind of nonsense Well, here's what I that? say. Just don't go any further than the first four pictures. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> Thank you uh-huh. so much. Yeah. All right. All right. All right what else we got? Uh, American parents in the year 2017 invented 1,100 new baby names. <laughs> 1,100 completely made-up names. Aren't all names made up, Donnie? Well, these days, the most popular new name, I think it's pronounced Comrie mm-hmm. or Comrie, C-A-M-R-E-I-G-H. 91 what, wait, parents. Can you spell that again? C-A-M-R-E-I-G-H. C-A-M. Yeah. Camry? It's probably... Yeah, people Cameron? don't think about their kids when they give kind of give them goofy names. Your kids are human beings who are going to have to go out into and the world have and to be go adults to, and go to kindergarten. That's yes, right. and then they have the hardest name ever to spell. Right. I know. Mm-hmm. All those letters to learn. Uh, what well, else? Here are some of the others. Cashden spelled with a K. Yeah, I think I've heard Cashden. That. That's not yeah. Really okay. Mm-hmm. Draxler. What okay. Draxler? D R A X L E R. Yeah, I've okay. already run out of room <laughs> in my brain for this story. I can't well, handle it. I, I can't okay. handle it. All I'd right, rather fine. talk about American Airlines banning hoofed, horned, creepy, and crawly creatures as emotional support animals effectively. Oh, I can't bring my spider on anymore. No. I can't bring my unicorn. Oh, That's really man. disappointing. Yeah, travelers. Uh, they're there's they're saying, listen, amphibians out. Ferrets, out. Goats, no bueno. Hedgehogs, absolutely not. Insects, spiders, snakes, rodents, and sugar gliders. Oh, but they're so cute, sugar gliders. What is that, a squirrel? Yeah, it's a little flying squirrel with the big wings. And you have to give American 48 hours notice, and you better have your your certificate. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Certificate from a mental health professional showing the disability involved. Well, it seems like chinchillas, guinea pigs, hamsters are still maybe uh, okay. I, I don't know. Rodents, Check I suppose, airline. if rodents. Check your local airline carriage mm-hmm. of contract. You're going to have to talk to somebody about this. Uh, yeah. No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Remember the lady tried to bring her, um, I think it was... I thought somebody tried to bring a peacock. Yes, and yes that's what it was. was. A, a yes. support, peacock support peacock on the plane. Yeah. I mean, people, why is it on airplanes that we can't just have some basic manners and decency for your fellow passengers? I don't know. People, some, the people, there's a lot of people who think they're the only person in the aisle. There's yeah. a lot of people think they're the only ones who have to put something in an overhead bin. Yep, always. There's a lot of people who like to just wait till they're right up, ready to go through security to take off their belt, their shoes, uh, take out their yep. plastic You have bag. to plan your outfit accordingly. Plan your shoes with no laces. Wear socks. socks. Yep. Oh. I wonder how many people are getting athlete's foot from going through... <laughs> Do you know how many feet are on Lori, top you're of ab- No, but you're absolutely right, Lori. <laughs> yeah. I, like, w- when you find yourself in a position where, oops, you forgot to wear socks with your shoes, and then you have to go through the TSA line with bare feet, it is, it just, oh, it makes my well, skin you, crawl. Yeah, you, 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 you have to plan your outfit. Yeah, you do. I always try and just, uh, if nothing else, I try oh. to have a, a sock, a pair of socks with me. Ooh. Although one time I did get a pair of gloves and tried to put them on over my feet. And I just ended up- <laughs> How'd that work out? <laughs> Not very well. I hated toe socks for a reason. Yeah, okay. And I hated the latex rubber glove socks. I'd like to do this uh, before we run out of time in honor of Julia, who's not here today. Uh, the six new flavors of Oreos, because she loves new flavors of Oreos. Yeah. Here they are. The six new flavors coming out. Chocolate peanut butter pie. Sure. Good, Kelly says no. Yes. Good humor strawberry shortcake. All right. Only if it has a golden cookie. Okay. Yes. None of that chocolate nonsense. Yeah. Rocky Road. Yeah, okay. Pistachio. Oh, I'm there for I'm that. I'm here for it. With Golden cho- cookie. Oh, you want chocolate cookie? I want chocolate, chocolate with that. Pistachio? I want chocolate okay. with that. Peppermint yeah. bark. Yes, with and chocolate. And lastly, birthday cake with Mickey Mouse on the cookies in honor of his 90th birthday. Yeah, that's going to be terrible. <laughs> Why is that one going to be terrible? It's going to be like really sweet. Well, of course it it's is. It's going to taste like, uh, you know, fruity pebbles in a oh. cookie. Oh, Not going to be good. Oh, I do like fruity pebbles, though. All right, maybe you I can want get her it. to buy all of these so we can taste them I, on the air. I agree. She will. She I know she will. will. She you know, what we have to read is our snack seller guy on Twitter and Instagram. He'll be testing out. He tests out all the oh yeah snacks ben, and uh, Ben Ben. ben mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Oh Ben, the snack guy. Yeah. yeah. Oh. snack seller. All right. And speaking of traffic seller, is it just a is it a jail out there, Kenny? Uh, you know, the local levels are a little better than usual for a Friday, but the outbound levels. Oh my! Everyone is it bad? Uh, just getting up north. We're just yeah. leave tomorrow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. That's you know what. That's what I always do, Lori, 5 a.m. Saturday morning. All right, this one's sponsored by Kidda, and we've got bad news up in the Forest Lake area. Pickup camper pulling a boat started on fire. Now a trend has emerged. This is the My Talk Now Trending Report. What's happening right now? Now, now? 
trending online this afternoon. Oh boy, it is National Wine Day. Also, people got that Friday feeling and Memorial Day is trending because yes, it is the beginning of a long weekend today. Also trending online this afternoon would be Spotify. The music streaming service has now eased its hateful conduct policy. Spotify's move was applauded in some circles and this policy also fueled censorship concerns, so there were mixed feelings about that hateful conduct policy. Also, Christopher Robin trending. That is the new movie starring Ewan McGregor as a grown-up Christopher Robin. Yes, the boy in the Winnie the Pooh books, movies, TV shows, etc. Winnie the Pooh comes back to light up some magic in Christopher Robin's life. Uh, That movie's out in movie theaters later this year. Also trending, Harvey Weinstein. The big story of the day, he's been arrested on rape charges. He's out on $1 million bail. His next court date is on July 30th. That's what's trending here at my talk. Now you know. Let the sunshine in, Holly. I guess this is a good song. It is a good song. Yeah, it is. We have been playing this song in Good Morning Starshine, in case you missed it. NBC announced their next TV yeah. musical. It's not because we're excited about that. We'll but we, it's not like, just because we're excited about the Fifth Dimension yeah, randomly right, on a Friday right. in 2018. That's well, not the case. That's not the know. case. That's true. So, um, yesterday, Snoop Dogg was on with the ladies of The View. And um, he, they obviously, The View co-host didn't know about the latest thing that Kanye uh, had done, which was yesterday we learned that... Um, for this new album that came out today, Pusha T's album called Daytona, mm-hmm. that he switched the artwork. Kanye, I guess, produced it, did some of the songs, but he he bought from a Houston family member this photo. He paid eighty five thousand for this picture of this drug strewn paraphernalia bathroom of Whitney Houston. It was in two thousand and six, yeah. mm-hmm. and it was in the National Enquirer. So he paid eighty five thousand to use it on this album. Is it the album cover? Yes. Mm, and it's so bad. That is really tacky. It's a terrible, terrible idea. Agreed. So Snoop Dogg didn't even know about this. The ladies on The View, I guess, because Snoop Dogg is, he's black and, you know, our rapper, they thought, well, we'll ask him about Kanye uh, and his comments about slavery. But, you know, Snoop Dogg and Kanye, they have collaborated before. They've been friends. Snoop Dogg has been out loud about... um you know, Kanye before. So maybe, you know, maybe that's why they asked him the question. But here we go. I have to ask you about Kanye. A few weeks ago, he made the comment that, quote, 400 years of slavery sounded like a choice. It obviously went viral. What was your reaction when you heard that? I mean, I thought he needed some medical attention. Uh, (laughs) First first and foremost. But then after I got past the the laughing, I started feeling like sad for him. Like hmm. he truly misses his mother. He truly misses a black woman in his life. Mm-hmm. He truly misses the stability of having somebody telling him when he's wrong and correcting him and mm-hmm. checking him as opposed to allowing him to continue to do what he's doing. And that to me is something that he needs he, he needs help. And it's like to me he's crying out for help. Mm-hmm. So huh. instead of me bashing him, we're trying to help him now. Whoa. So that was a very uh, thoughtful, measured response he does slam from Kim, Snoop Dogg. He does yes, slam Kim he Kardashian. Does. He does slam he, Kim indeed. Kardashian. And Snoop Dogg, you know, he refers to his wife as boss lady. I don't even know if they're still married or not. But, you know, I, he has talked in the past before about Kanye, um, how close he was with his mom, Donda. Mm-hmm. And... Um, 
that how instrumental she was and he's like he's he's like you know he's not really made some of the music like that he had when Donda was around so he has spoken about him before but I'm when he said so and we're trying to help him now I wonder if he really meant that yeah. or if it was just Who's sort we? of well yeah. I think that was probably a very PC way of of, of saying that you know I, I think it's like. Kind of a thoughts and prayers type well, of thing. We're, we're, we're trying to help yeah. him out. And when we're he says, to- when he says Kanye misses having a black woman in his life to tell him when he's wrong, I don't disagree with him about saying that because the one thing I do feel like with Kim Kardashian, like the other day on their anniversary, she said, I'm back to blonde. This is how Kanye prefers me. That's, she dresses like a fembot for yes, him. But that it's not a relationship. It does it never it, really seems like it's a relationship of equals between Kim yes. and Kanye. I mean, they're both intelligent people. However, the dynamic in that relationship seems to that Kanye is is obsessed with the idea of Kim Kardashian yes. and wanting to form and to mold the yeah. idea of Kim Kardashian and who she is in the public eye rather yeah. than just Kim is my equal. Kim is going to check me on things. Yeah. And Snoop also, I, I guess um, on Twitter, this was um, maybe in 2014. He, he said uh, the evolution of Jay-Z and Kanye show how influential your wife can be to your life. Mm hmm. So mm, talking about Beyonce, he, he doesn't like uh, Kim. No, no, yeah. So you know, he or doesn't think that maybe he knows something. But yeah, I don't know what he thinks about this Whitney Houston's drugstrewn bathroom art is album art. It's just it's so t- bad, tacky, bad, bad taste. We have got to talk about why this person is is throwing royal wedding dress shade. Wait, who's what? doing who's that? This? Okay, so Meghan Markle's wedding dress was designed by Claire. Uh, Wait Keller for Givenchy. She's British designer for the French house, okay? It was a very well-kept secret. Yes. We, the, we never even threw that name out never. on the short list of wedding dress designers. The Daily Mail came out wrong and strong twice. One, they declared it was Ralph and Russo. And then, like, the day of the wedding, they declared it was Erdem. Yes. That morning. Yes. That was the wrong ID. And the palace was probably very appreciative about how strong their story was about that it was this Ralph and Russo because they did the engagement gown because it took the heat off the real dress. Mm -hmm. So we're not even a week past the wedding and now we are getting some girl crap. Girl designer girl crap. Okay. Oh no. Because Amelia Wick said who is a British dress designer. Oh, is she now? She suggested that there's been some creative borrowing. She tells the Daily Mail, listen, Claire's dress for Givenchy is identical to one of our dresses. And apparently a lot of her people were saying, it's an Amelia Wickstead dress. And then she shared a photo of a dress that she did that... um it wasn't the same at all. That's it, not the same. Lori, I'm looking at the pictures yeah. of the dresses side by side. Meghan Markle's dress is different. It's like saying that every bride who has a strapless dress with lace is copying each yes, other. Yes, yes, because Meghan had a proper ba- uh, bateau ne- neckline. The Wickstead is really more completely off the shoulder. Yes. Meghan's was fitted and draped closely to her body. This other one's kind of more the ball gown. The sleeves are different. Meghan's had short sleeves on it, almost a three force length yeah. sleeve this goes down to the wrist 
So, okay, so then, so she does that, throws the wedding dress shade, which is just tacky, tacky, tacky. Then she says, and if you choose a simple design, the fit should have been perfect. It was quite loose, although one of the things when you wear that heavy of a silk, it that is how it lays, and she did not eat for three days before the wedding because of her crazy dad. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. but Amelia's not done. She said, oh and gosh. then I was like, <laughs> "Oh, what's hold the wisp of her hair back? It's a royal wedding, for God's sake! Oh, knock it off! Why is Amelia so salty, <laughs> Megan? Here's Jealous. the deal: thirsty. No, but but here, let me tell you this: Amelia Wick said has dressed Kate Middleton a number of times, and she's dressed. Megan has worn two of her damn dresses. Now, why in the world, if you get two of the most visible British royal young women in their 30s, that is a win for you, period. Why would you open your big mouth? Right. Now you threw yourself under the bus. And who would, if somebody was throwing shade at you about what you were wearing, why would you ever want to wear any of their designs ever again? Never. Never again. Never. And and you know the the, the Duchess Kate effect. and, And as we have seen, the Markle sparkle. Yeah, the Markle sparkle. But anything that they wear flies off the shelves yeah. because Kate does a good job and I assume that Megan will do a good job oh, of yeah. picking things that are fairly moderate somewhat accessible they they have designer pieces littered throughout their collections but they but also they wear, wear a lot of four and five hundred dollar dresses yes. and this Amelia Wick said Megan wore for whatever Anzac day is and that was like maybe a month ago or something A-N-Z-A-C so she's worn an Amelia Anyway, that just seems seems like a really silly thing for that designer to have done. For sure. Anzac Day celebrates Australia and New Zealand. Oh, of course. Naturally. Naturally, Mm -hmm. Donnie. Uh, (laughs) Meghan Markle got her coat of arms, and it's her biggest break in royal tradition yet. Clear a spot over the mantle. Oh, please. Donnie has posted it. The state of California is representing the coat of arms. It kind of is cool that it's been created for the Duchess of Sussex. I mean, first she's got to get used to her royal highness. Highnesses and curtain, mm-hmm. and now she's got a coat of arms, and she helped design it. Oh, she did. She, she did. did. Yes, she had direct input into what would be in her coat of so arms. So that's how the California state stuff is sort Correct. of in there. Yes. yes, the yes. flowers and the color, the blue to represent the Pacific Ocean. Oh, and of course, the uh, had to be approved by. The queen. the queen. I feel like the queen is going to sign off on most everything to make her grandson happy. And I think that she really likes Meghan Markle. I think so, too. Look at all the stuff that Meghan Markle did to wake the Church of England and get it woke last week with that ceremony. Yep. Still, you know, this little light of mine and Stand By Me and Bishop Curry. And yes, it was amazing. And Guy the Beagle. And Guy the Beagle. I know <laughs> yes. people love that thing. Uh People magazine this week, and they have a little story about some of the you know famous people, but there's specifically a story about the exes of Harry that were invited: Chelsea Davy and Chrisetta, Chrisita, uh, Chrisidia, Chrisidia. Is that how you say her name? Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, but uh, the the one thing that they got out of uh, how do you say her name? Chrisidia. Yeah, Chrisidia is that um, she her biggest angst about the royal wedding is that she doesn't like hats. And she really doesn't like fascinators, and you've got to wear one. So she basically pinned a feather, like a triple feather, across the top of her head. Oh, she totally did. He was really frumpy, and I remember when the camera guy was like, that's one of her exes, and I'm like, not that frumpy girl. Mm, Yeah, the dress, dress, it definitely is not 
figure flattering? Yeah. It's a little poochy? Very poochy. And then I just found some feathers in my craft room, and I'm going to stick them in my head. Yeah. She just said, I I try to avoid headgear, but you get disapproved, disapproving looks from the older generations. Mm-hmm. And, of course, you couldn't really go to the royal wedding without something on your head. No, No, of course not. So she opted for a minimal feathered number. And I would say, yes, four big feathers stuck together and put in your hair. (laughs) Maybe maybe Eugenie feels the same way. The handmaid and the stewardess based on their hats. Oh, they were so basic. Wasn't that That basic? That was very disappointing. I agree. Damn it. Do better next time, Eugenie and Beatrice. (laughs) All right, listen, we can... Love us. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. We come back. Uh, we've got a lot to uh, Hollywood speak, including this pop star who is extremely worried. Uh, so, what are you trying to say? Hollywood! Hollywood speaking! What is the meaning of this? Oh, what is the meaning of oh, this? Oh my goodness! Here we go, Holly. What is Here happening, we go, Danny? Okay, so um, this is this is a story from Us Weekly. Okay, and um, I'm just going to say before I even say anything, is the situation between Kevin Federline and Britney Spears is a about a lot more than money. But the gist of this story is. Britney Spears is extremely concerned that Kevin Federline will stop letting her see their sons. Mm. Is the story because he has he wants his child support payments to increase because he's been getting the same amount of money since they put this custody agreement. He's asking in place. for from twenty to sixty thousand dollars. Yeah. Is the number that's rumored to yeah. be what he's asking for. So anyway, she's all worried that he's gonna keep her kids away from her and this Us Weekly story is very wow 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 for Brittany. And one of the things in the story is that, well, we don't know how Kevin is spending the 20000 a month. Well, here's the thing with child support. You don't have to account for the money. Mm-hmm. You know, that's you're, you're getting that money and how you spend it. You don't give your ex. You're not giving accounting. them an it, itemized receipt yeah, of what's going yeah, on. Yeah, I mean, I, that's, not, that's not how it works. And this is about... Britney's finances and the fact that she's under the conservatorship of her father and her ex-husband has full physical custody of those boys. Yes, you are right. And he was asking to do it and do it quietly. And all I can think of is, is Jamie Spears. The reason he doesn't want to do a full blown forensic accounting is he paying himself more than he should be. Oh, Lori, I think that you're on to something. He is. Well, Think about it this way. I don't want to think that he would do that, but but has he done some funny business? There have been some blind items and gossip and other things that I've been reading about that point to exactly that. That, well, at least, at the very least, that the reason that this has become a kerfuffle is because 
they don't want to be cut off of the conservatorship money because that's how Jamie Spears get. That's his job. That is yeah. his job. And we don't know how much how many other people he might be employing or well, friends right. Or, or we or don't that. know what his fee is in order to be the conservator of this of Britney Spears. And she only gets to see her son. Because Kevin Federline allows, allows it. it. Exactly. So none of this makes sense. And all I can think of is somehow it goes back to something. There's some Hollywood accounting happening here with Britney Spears. Yeah. That that because they keep throwing this, well, what is he doing with this money, Kevin Federline? And it's because in asking for this, he, and because they haven't given it to him, he's like, okay, we want a full accounting of how much money she's made. Mm-hmm. And Jamie doesn't want to do that. Mm-hmm. I just pay the man the $60,000 a month. For goodness sake. He, it, by all it's the, a gamble. It's a weird gamble it, on the part right. of Jamie Spears. You're absolutely right. Because, because she's going out on tour. She's going to be making money. She made a gob of money in Las Vegas for the five years. And he... Right. So by all means, by you and I just looking at the, the numbers that Britney Spears pulled in from her yeah. Vegas residency, a logic sane person would say, well, of course we're going to up the child support payment because I got a lot of money. You have full custody of my kids. I want them to be taken care of. So we're going to give you the money. Well, and, and also Jamie Spears makes all of Britney Spears decisions. Yeah. All what doctors she sees, what medications she takes, what contracts she signs, Mm -hmm. how much money she gets. What, I mean, it, is Something strange is afoot at the Circle K, Lori. Yeah, okay. Spears. All right. Uh, Juliana Margulies uh, defends Matt Damon following backlash over Me Too comments. Okay. What does she have to say about this? Well, I would say, first of all, even bothering to comment on Matt Damon, which when, when was his Shrinking People movie that bombed? That was last and, fall, the movie Downsizing. Yeah. So that was a long time ago. So Matt Damon is saying, hey, thanks a lot, Juliana Margulies. For bringing me back up in the For press. bringing me back up and reminding wanna... me, everybody. Don't because, put my, no, no, because, my name in your mouth. Because every time Matt Damon comes back up in the press, it's because he said something stupid. He's put his foot in his mouth and then he goes back under, under his rock again. Yeah, and Juliana doesn't help herself by explaining and complaining. Never complain, never explain, mm-hmm. especially about somebody else's words. Here's what she said. Um, she said, um, I didn't think that was right. This is on Katie Kur- with Katie Kirk in a podcast. I understood what he was saying. Um, and she said, but it's not the same as what's going on with people who are joking on, around a set. Blah, 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 blah. You have to differentiate between what's acceptable and what's not acceptable. And you have to remember there are also women who abuse their power. This whole movement has just been bubbling and bubbling. She doesn't help. But there's nothing in there. <laughs> I, I am not nodding and being like, boy, Juliana, you really made a fantastic point. I'm really glad that you opened your mouth and you said something. The whole thing with Matt Damon's comments, it was, it was mansplaining. to the nth degree. To, yes. She's, we didn't want to hear that. We're done with it. Juliana, get with the program. She's mansplaining his mansplaining. She's mansplaining yes. the mansplaining. That's <laughs> oh how gosh. I would speak on that. Mansplainception. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know if she's got a new show coming up. She does. Out. She's going to be in that Diet Land on AMC. Oh, that kind of looks good. It does. Mm-hmm. The June, June 4th. Yeah, I think starts. that was a book. It was a book. And it does look pretty good, so we'll have to check that out on AMC yeah. on June 4th. And uh, um, Animal Kingdom is coming back for its last Oh, I saw an ad for that yesterday. The very fierce mm-hmm. Alan Barkin. I flippin' love that show. That is, <laughs> that is, I mean, 
California beach. It's Sopranos at the beach. Ah. Kind of. All right. Um, here's Jeff Goldblum. Uh-oh. Now, is he mansplaining or is he doing a good job of explaining? So this is in an interview with uh, British GQ. Mm-hmm. And he has a message uh, for men. They asked him about the, I give you James Conn, lots of other people that all of us, that there's a, you know, minority of guys who say, oh, I can't even simply flirt anymore without being accused of sexual harassment, you know, that actually believe that. Right. Jimmy Conn coming out of Craig's last night. Ah, After a few. Changing all the rules. And he says he's got a message for the dudes. He said it is pretty easy not to cross the line into Creepville. He said, I'm a, yeah, I'm a flirt probably, but I hope not in a way that would violate my otherwise deep devotion to my sweet wife. He said, never do you want to say anything that's disrespectful or diminishing. And I'm more aware of it now than ever. That was a Sounds great response, yeah. Jeff Goldblum, because that's that, that's what it that is. is. That is the Flirting issue and creeping. Yes, mm-hmm. every woman knows the difference between the two, but for some yes. reason, a lot of guys don't. do not and have not, and I don't know why there's been so dense about it. The guys have always been shocked. I remember I'd be like, "God, you're," I would say to something, "You're being such a creep." I am. What do you mean? They didn't even realize, and they, it. And they think well, that it's flirting, but but. <laughs> to his point, to Jeff Goldblum's point exactly, is that you can flirt and there's an appropriate way to flirt mm-hmm. and then you cross the creep line. Yeah. Don't cross the creep line yeah. like Jimmy Conn apparently has for the past 50 years. Yeah, it's not flirting if you're staring a woman right in her boobs, okay? <laughs> yeah. That isn't flirting. That's creepy. <laughs> All right? Eyes Duly are up noted. here. Yeah. Eyes are up here. Thank you. <laughs> there, I hope I've helped somebody. Uh, public uh, service, really, here. Yeah, there, all right, here you go. We come back. Who's wearing the Scientology pants in this relationship?